He's attracted to women, right? Yes, yes, he is. Everybody, this is uh, this is this is Jason with uh, another episode of the Entertaining Stupid Podcast, bringing you another another segment of a series I'm calling with my buddy. And uh, today with me is my buddy Christian. How are you doing, Christian? Hey guys, good, good, good. Yeah. So this week, uh, this topic that I want to go over with you, Christian, is uh, sort of the uh, importance of of, of self confidence. Um, ever since you've sort of arrived onto the the podcast here. Uh, I find that, you know, a lot of the times me and you are talking uh, a whole lot about our dating lives. And I think self-confidence is a very important factor in uh, that aspect, you know, how we approach women or or, or and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I just want to get your, your, your take on that. On self-confidence in general? Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those interesting things. Um... I mean, you never want to come off as weak, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, especially when approaching women, which honestly I don't do a heck of a lot of, because it's honestly the most terrifying thing in the world. Uh, I won't do it unless it's the easiest thing in the world. Like if it's uh, a situation where I, where it's set up perfectly, right? Yeah. Um, but the way that I work on any kind of confidence. Honestly, the gym is where I feel the most confident. Okay. Um, just walking with your shoulders back, actually, I think does a lot. I don't know if there's any kind of like brain chemistry behind it, but putting because I, I feel like confidence is based off of experience. The more you do something, the more you get confident. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's 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 chaotic in a sense and just trying to kind of master that chaos or trying to manage it at least okay um yeah you know i know some people who are able just to approach women like nothing because i guess they just don't fear rejection as much or they hide it really well but uh yeah that's just kind of what i think about that okay and you know um you know Self-confidence is is important, and and we've been talking about you know trying to approach women. How do you try? How do you uh, build up that that level of confidence to to you know ask a girl out? I'll find an opening. Like I I can't do cold. I can't do like a you know cold calls. Yeah. Where you just phone someone out of the blue, or in terms of talking to somebody. Yeah, like you're I feel like it has to be. It has to be. I can't do it unsolicited. Okay, so yeah, like, you, like you're never that. you're never going out to a girl in the middle of the street and say, "Hey, I think you're pretty. You want to go grab coffee sometime?" No, heck no. Most actually, I think a lot of women will be turned off by that. Uh, I think it was. Do you know Matthew Hussey? Uh, no. He's if you look him up, he's a dating coach. Okay. He started off coaching men, but now his primary target is women. He teaches women about dating. Interesting. And he had he has this really interesting video. Uh, he, he's in a seminar with a whole crowd of single women, right? I'm assuming they're mostly single. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has this, this chart that says it, pretty much it's 
the guy who comes up to you on the street and you don't know who he is and he just talks to you, that's usually the loudest guy in the room and that's usually the creepiest guy. Oh, okay. And that's usually the guys you don't want. He says, men, if they could just approach women like nothing, they wouldn't have jobs. <laughs> if it was super, yeah, if it was super, that's all they do all day. They go, oh, I like that. And they would go and approach, but no. Uh, he, he said something like 90 something like 98% or 99% of men will not approach you. No, he said there's 99% of men that, uh, that will be careful about approaching. And then there's half of that segment that will try to make it as easy on themselves as possible. And then there's other percentage, the rest of them who will never approach a woman in their life. Okay. So every time that he says, um, that the women complain about guys being too creepy or, or, or and then the converse of that saying that, Oh, how come a guy doesn't have the balls to approach me? Okay. It's well, because usually the guy who's going to approach you is the creepiest guy and the loudest guy in the room and the guy you don't want. Yeah. And those, those are just like people that just straight up walk up. Now, will, will you ever walk up to a girl, say like at a bar or something like that, just to, to chat them up? No, not unless I have a good opening. Or even like a reason. Okay, I, I guess a better example would be, so say you're standing in line. This, this is for me. This is what I would do. Mm -hmm. This is a situation where I would actually talk to someone I don't know. If I'm standing, say, in a line or a long line, and there's a cute girl either in front of me or behind me, uh, and something, say, weird happens, like other person in line does something weird or just something weird happens in that vicinity mm -hmm. where that's like a talking point where you can just like kind of look at them they look at you and you kind of just like say something about that situation okay you know what i mean yeah 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 like say you know uh you're standing in line at tim hortons or something like that and uh the one guy at the till is being an asshole to the the cash uh, cashier behind the, the the counter or something like that and then the, the girl in front of you turns around like gives you like like you know get a load of this guy and then you make a remark yeah pretty much or the opposite or you know, that's kind of like, I guess that's kind of a bad example, but unless there's something external to talk about, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, even like art shows and stuff, if you go to an art show and a girl's staring at a painting and you go and stand beside her and you just say something about it, I know it's kind of like uh, what happened in the movie, but it actually kind of does work because you're both there for the same reason. Okay. So why not, why not talk about it? So that's what I mean by finding an easier way to do it. Because if rejection was super easy, it wouldn't be rejection. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know? And so to protect yourself, you pick and choose your battles, right? Yeah. So, for example, if I'm at the gym and I see a girl that's super cute, and usually when you go to the gym, you see the same amount of people every time. Mm -hmm. If they and So what I'll do is I'll try to establish some kind of eye contact. And if they give it back, then great, then I'll work on that. And then I'll eventually maybe say something to them or whatnot. But if they just give you the cold eyes, then that's a no-go. Okay. Now... Because I know I know some people who just will go to the gym and approach every girl. Ugh. It, this, yeah, and usually you're, you're met with some kind of disdain or some kind of creepiness. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's still... It, to me personally, it's a bit weird to try and chat up a person at the gym. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. And I, okay, I, how so? I, I I don't know. Like to me, like you're at the gym, you're there focusing on on yourself, 
And maybe like maybe it's because maybe it's because I see a lot of gyms have sort of like a women's only section, right? Right. So like I, I kind of view that as, you know, girls come to the gym and they just they want to work out. They want to you know focus on them and 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 what maybe maybe it's just anecdotal for me, at least. Um, but a lot of the yeah. time I go to the gym, I'm, I'm working out. Everybody's so focused on themselves. They're focused on, you know, making sure that their technique is right. They're getting their reps in and and, and everything like that. And I, I don't see a lot of. I guess conversation going on unless it's you know a bunch of dudes lifting together or something like that okay yeah that's fair i guess in my head what i was thinking of is when you're walking to the water fountain and someone is okay past yeah you who just like that kind of thing right yeah not not, like, not, not on the floor <laughs> no that's no, no not staring them down while they're doing squats or something right okay yeah like no, i think i told that story in the podcast where that girl just started talking to me while i was doing my reps yeah and then she she pretty much made it easy for me to ask her out and then she bailed and then did i tell you that i i saw her at my birthday when we all went bowling okay she was in the lane next to us and she had like a family with her and i was like oh my goodness (laughs) i was like okay that makes a lot more sense yeah yeah all right uh well yeah uh let's let's move on from from there um because we did sort of touch on on rejection um how well do you handle you know rejection does that hurt your your sort of self-image there or like you know how do you try and rebound from it yeah i'll 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 be i'll be vulnerable here and i'll and i'll be honest yeah i i don't i don't take it well but i don't take it bad enough to the point where it gets you know dangerous or anything um there there are some guys who get who get vengeful yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so I, it, it takes a lot out of me. Um, and usually I express that through some kind of art. Um, the last time I got hurt, I put it into paintings. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, I didn't actually like paint anything. I just, I did it on the computer. Mm-hmm. Some artwork that kind of, uh, combined what I was feeling with combined, uh, combined what I was feeling with, with, um, uh quote not quotes i guess but i read a lot of jordan peterson and that's one of my uh one of my heroes Mm -hmm. and so i read a lot of his book and a lot of his books and just the 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 topics he has or the points that he drives across i'll like inner i'll like use that as inspiration Um, okay i listen to a lot of music to help me help me through it i guess um, but yeah, it, it does, it does, it does take a lot out of me cause I start to, to question myself, um, you know, and what I could have done, but even though I can tell myself a million times that it was never about me, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's, it's not something that I take well, but I do end up picking myself back up and I do allow myself to feel what I have to feel. Okay. You know, I guess, okay. Okay. I guess meant, I meant rejection in the sense that you're seeing somebody. And then you get that, not like you ask a girl out and then I get sad and go home and make a bunch of things <laughs> and cry a bit. <laughs> That's not what I meant. But yeah. like, if you get just rejected, like, I mean, you, yeah, you turn to the internet. There, it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe not that one time, but, uh, but, uh, what am I trying to get across here? Um, you know, there's, there's, there's certain like levels to it all. Like if you get rejected when you ask out a girl, it's not going to be the same as if you've been in a relationship nah, for it's a three months. It's a sting. It's like, yeah. Ooh, that. That hurt my ego a little bit, yeah. but I'll be okay. Like opposed to a girl you've, you know, uh, 
let in and then and then it goes awry and then you feel that that's like the that's the rejection that i think of okay okay now like you know, i know uh, with, with with some people you know the the after they've been in a a, a, a sort of longer term relationship right and they they, they break mm-hmm. up um you know it's very i guess cliche like in in rom-coms and stuff like that like oh you know the, the best way to get over a person is to to hook up with a bunch of randoms or something like that, or get yourself out there uh and, and uh you know try again or something like that now mm-hmm. after you know being in in a, a long-term relationship that's got to hurt your you know level of self-confidence right like you know uh, you feel a bit down about yourself do you think it's it's right or to to you know try and push yourself immediately back into that situation of dating again yeah so i think betrayal is one of the worst things you could ever it's up there with loneliness mm-hmm. uh with with one of the things that because humans are very social and trust in you once you trust someone and then it's taken advantage of yeah that that betrayal really hurts um so i guess it depends on the degree of the relationship so say if you've been in a relationship for three years and it just ends i would say it's probably not the best idea to go and start hooking up because you're you're hurt right yeah. and it's not going to help and i know it's also cliche to say you have to work on yourself but it's cliche for a reason um if you're hanging out with a girl for like a month and it's going good and then all of a sudden it ends then there's nothing wrong with like getting back on the horse you know on to the next one kind of thing because in the end they you don't owe them anything and you didn't uh they didn't owe you anything you know what i mean yeah yeah you don't owe each other anything and so there's nothing to to you can be you can feel what you have to feel but i mean don't let that stop you from meeting other people okay yes oh. yeah because hurt people do hurt people mm-hmm. hurt people hurt people so it's uh it's a good idea to get yourself that's why i never understood you know i see all these these people on Facebook who will be in a relationship for a while, and then you check back a month later, and they're in a relationship with a different person. Do you and think it's? it's do you it's think it's sad. just? Yeah, like, do, are they just afraid of being alone? Yeah, some people are like that. Some people just cannot be alone. And I, I have to admit, I was one of those people because I had my my first relationship was a while, it was quite a few years, and then after we broke up, it wasn't. It was like less than a month later before I got together with someone else hmm. and then after that ended it just um i just like couldn't do it anymore yeah i had to really focus on other stuff like i still dated and, and whatnot but i never actually committed to anybody okay now it's because yeah you know when when you say you're sort of working on yourself i guess you're again building up your self-confidence to to put yourself out there um is there are there sort of um, like like things that you you go straight to that help you know build up your your self confidence? Yeah, I I I listen to uh, my the people who inspire me. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Peterson, I listen to his lectures. I listen to Alan Watts, and I have a couple of his books, and uh, that Coach Corey Wayne book and his and his lectures kind of help a lot. So I I, I really rely on other people okay to to help to help me through that you know to to almost to to help me look at the situation objectively because emotion doesn't allow that it's it's the hardest thing in the world 
in any situation to look at yourself objectively. Yeah. yeah. Do you... Because obviously you're biased towards yourself. Yeah. Uh, like sometimes, you know, people go to their friends to try and get that information. I feel that's very, again, subjective because, you know, they are your friends. They're going to talk you up no matter no matter what. And sometimes yeah. Oh, yeah. you are the reason, you know, that relationship didn't work out or something like that. Um, do you feel like, you know, in certain cases it's good to go to your friends, in certain cases it's not to? For very, I think it's good to go to your friends for that immediate comfort, but I wouldn't rely on it because you'll get sick of it pretty soon. Okay. If you just rely on them to make you feel good. Yeah, um, yeah but of course, like you said, your friends are just going to tell you what you want to hear. You know, if a girl breaks up with you and they're like, oh yeah, you know, like, screw her. She she was totally in the wrong when you could have been in the wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think, but the thing is, I don't think you'd have to be pretty narcissistic and pretty pathological to, to think that you had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in human nature to be self-critical, overly, overly critical. Because that's the way I, I don't know, that's the way I am. I'm way more critical of myself than anybody else. Okay. Now, after, after these relationships fail, um, do you ever like look back a little bit and say, Hey, here are the things that I possibly did wrong and could work on? I, I, I think going forward. Yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been five years since my last long-term relationship and I only really started self-reflecting only a year and a half ago maybe two years ago I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so back then, it was just me being angry. And I didn't really look at myself and what I did. Okay. It was just, I was just so focused and so angry and so naive that I was just focused on what they did to me. And it's it's not a good way to go because it's, it's kind of poisonous. And there's faults on both sides. But, I mean, what's done is done. Yeah. And only you can <laughs> push yourself forward yeah. by... Hopefully the most healthiest means in terms of going to the gym, being with your friends, maybe reading books on self-help that, that will boost your confidence because it's the best. It's so, it's actually very satisfactory. Cause I don't know if, I don't know if you ever read any of these kind of books, but it's very satisfactory to, to read a book that makes you reflect and says, this is what happened and this is why it happened. And this is what you can do better next time. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't read any sort of books that way, but I do. Um, one of the things I like doing is I, I talk to as many people as possible. I'm very open about, you know, my own personal life uh, with with people and acquaintances and stuff like that. And it's always interesting to see, you know, what kind of responses you get from anybody that's willing to listen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just remember talking about, uh, you know, my breakups and my relationships with a bunch of random strangers that I met at, in the bar one night or something like that. And just to hear what they, you know, thought of. It's usually easiest to tell a stranger than tell someone close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there's stuff I have n- never told my parents and never will tell my parents just because I feel like they don't need to hear that no matter how much they'd ever want to sit and listen. Like I'll tell complete strangers before I tell them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's a, no, it's, it's a weird thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now maybe it's a, it's fear of fear of judgment. Perhaps. Possibly, yeah. And I think that's, that's probably, probably why, um, you know, the bar is, I guess one of my more favorite places to go, you know, there's, it's, uh, I guess an area of, of less judgment, uh, I feel, 
uh, and that's sort what of, kind of bars are you talking? Um, I, I'm mostly pubs, honestly. Uh, I don't really go to yeah, a, yeah. a whole lot of like clubs or something like that. And especially, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great when we can go back to the pubs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's one of the things I miss the most. It, it's definitely one of the things that I miss the most. Um, yesterday I recorded with Rael, and he actually came over because he was like, I don't, I don't care. I, I need to see somebody. Uh, and we. <laughs> We recorded for almost an hour, and then uh, it was still sunny and bright outside, so we went out on my deck and had beers back there for another hour and a half, and we're like, yeah, no, we really missed the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, wait, wait, so you just talk to random people at the bar? You go to the bar by yourself? I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just uh, sometimes. Well, I mean, sometimes. I'll like, I like I, Whenever I'm feeling sort of not into myself, when I kind of need – to work on my self-confidence or if I'm feeling down or something like that. Um, I, I will go out to the bars, uh, just to have a, a, a couple of pints or something. And, uh, usually I'll, I'll always send out text messages to people. It's like, Hey, I'm going to go grab out drinks. Do you want to come? And you know, I, which one do you go to usually? Uh, my go-tos are O'Shea's and Winston's. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if I, if I'm, if someone wants to join me, sure. Cool. I will go and, go to the bar with them and have a drink and, and, and talk sometimes nobody wants yeah. to go i'm still gonna go and do it just because it makes me feel a little bit better about myself and it helps me sort of reflect like as i'm sitting at the, the bar reflect on myself and try and build up my self-confidence again and you know the barkeep will chat you up the strangers next to you will just have conversations and you just sort of lean into it and just see where the nights and yeah, that helps you that, yeah. that, that helps with your self-confidence yeah yeah that's good. So I, the, that's on that, that's yeah, on that note, um, uh, you know, do you think the environment that you're in affects your self confidence? Like, if you're you're at at a bar, are you more likely to approach a girl as opposed to you know a, a coffee shop or something like that, or you know, out, out in a public setting? So you think a time and place, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, everything has a time and place. Um, environment is actually very interesting because the first thing I thought about was just like the actual outside environment mm -hmm. just because um, me growing up I have atopic issues uh, so that's like your eczema your hay fever your asthma mm -hmm. all that stuff and that stuff has always affected my confidence as a kid um, especially when other kids call it out yeah that was always really hard for me um, I didn't grow very tall because of these issues I didn't sleep properly till I was eight years old Oh. So that really had an effect on my growth um, and also my, my self-confidence. And when I'm in Saskatoon, my skin and my body is not it's not well. Uh, my skin dries out. My nose is always having issues. My lungs are always having issues. And that all that stuff combined really has an effect on your confidence. So that's actually the first thing that came to mind. Okay. Um, and I got, like, like anybody, I get to these really dark places where if I get rejected by a girl for, like, the one we talked about last, remember the last time we talked about this? Yeah, the, the dog. Yeah, yeah. So I almost felt like I went to a place in my head where I felt like, man, am I being genetically selected out? That's yeah. actually how I felt. I was like, I'm being rejected for these issues that I can't control. Am I being, like, genetically selected out of the population? And then I had to tell myself and be like, no, okay, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that you know, is... there's there's a million worse things out there. So that really affects my confidence. Okay. Um, but with regards to your question, 
I would say that approaching a girl at a coffee shop is way less threatening than in a nightclub because alcohol, I think, makes all the difference. Um, well, I think when a girl goes to a bar, she, her, she's on guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very protective of her and her friends, and they'll really kind of stick to groups. I, I would actually be very wary of a girl who's very um, receptive to <laughs> talking to her. I'd yeah. actually be kind of wary of that. Uh, yeah, I, I feel mean... like if a girl if a girl makes it too easy for you, I think it's okay to be easy in the first five seconds as a woman. Like, be easy in the first five seconds. But if she's easy the entire time, I would be I'd be wary of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, a buddy of ours got married, and at the reception there was this one girl that was really really heavy on me, and I thought this is this is a bit strange, especially at a you know, at a venue or at a thing like a, a wedding, it it seems kind what? of a wedding. All the girls get desperate. They, they like, oh man, I want it. No, not desperate. They just it, the emo. The women are very emotional in a good way. I okay. don't want anybody listening to this think that I'm just like a misogynistic dick because I'm not. Okay. Um, but no, women get you know they use their emotions and they see a bride and and they probably imagine that they want to hope that's them one day. So, right. Yeah, that's understandable. Okay. Uh, so anyway, this girl's coming on to you. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was just it was just a bit much for me, and and uh, yeah, uh, was she I, drunk? I, I, yeah, she was very very out of it, and oh, it's... Okay. that's that's a good thing you didn't do anything though. Yeah, yeah. I I want to I want to ask you like uh, being at sort of a, a club or a bar environment where there is alcohol, uh, you know, alcohol does play into self confidence. It's kind of kind of sometimes overinflates your own self confidence. Um, do you ever find yourself in times where you, you you feel like way too overconfident, or like you see your buddy and he's like, you know, out and about like above his regular levels? Um, oh, are you talking about just other people? If yeah, like you... other people or even yeah. yourself. Like, do you, like do you, do you find yourself sometimes like like there's just like maybe a brief moment of you know sobriety while you're out drinking? There's like, hey. I, you know, I'm being a bit, you know, narcissistic or, 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 or overconfident in, in, in stuff. So I'll tell you the truth. I haven't done that in a very long time. Like, uh, Maddie B and I used to. Uh, yeah, I feel, weekend. I feel, yeah, it's, it's a very sort of like when we're in university kind of thing. And as, as we, you know, get older, it tends not to happen. But have you, you know, ever had those I moments? I believe I'm pretty respectful. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty respectful no matter the mind state. Um, even then, like, I'm not the kind of guy that's just going to walk straight up to a girl, even if I'm hammered. I've seen people who are like that, and I have friends who are like that, who their confidence just, like, goes through the roof, but obviously it's a, it's a false False confidence. confidence. And they think it's okay, but maybe they're coming on too heavy, and the girl gets creeped out or something, but, uh, for myself, yeah, I've never had those, I've never had those issues. Uh, I've always been trying try to be as most respectful as possible. Um, because that's how I associate myself with, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to create some kind of cognitive dissonance where this is who I think I am opposed to how I actually act. Yeah. So that's one of the things I've always wanted to work on for myself, even to build up self-confidence, is being consistent in who I am. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think being consistent is, is important. But yeah, to answer your question, I've never really gotten super drunk and like approached a bunch of girls and got numbers and stuff like that yeah that's never really happened okay now now when you do say ask out a girl and 
you know, you, you do get the, the, the number. It's, it's probably a big boost to your, your, your self-confidence. You're like, Hey, I actually, um, achieved, uh, something there. Uh, but like, you know, the, the moments after where you're, you're, you're trying to chatter up and you don't really, really get a response. Is that sort of like a, a real kick in the uh, nuts? Yeah, they just give your, your number. Yeah. They just can't give you your number. Well, I think also they give their number just to get you to go away. To get rid of you. Yeah. Uh, I think also part of what I do when I try to read and learn, understand not just dating relationships, but relationships in general, <clears throat> it really helps in identifying those situations, right? So if I'm talking to a girl, you can, I can tell right away if she's actually into it or not. Right. So yeah. if I, I'll, before I ask for the number, I'll make that decision be like, all right, if I ask for a number, she may, she may or may not give it to me. If she does give it to me, she's just gonna ignore me when when I text her, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I've gotten pretty good, but honestly, a lot of my dating stuff comes from those on, that online stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, I guess you're on we, like you know Bumble and, and and stuff like that. And is is yeah. is do those do those skills that you have to determine whether or not a uh, you know a girl is interested or not? Do they translate over to just you know from in person to uh, text based? Yeah, I, I, yeah, they do. I think I like to ask lots of questions because obviously I'm trying to know someone. Mm-hmm. But you can tell if they actually like you by if they are actually genuine, genuinely interested in you. If they're asking you questions. Um, okay, as opposed to like you I know mean, one-sided like, conversations. <clears throat> oh yeah, like I was even talking to this one girl and she liked me and stuff, but she didn't ask me a single thing about my life at all oh you know and i even even though i said i like to ask a lot of questions and get to know them but when someone doesn't even have a you know a a clue as to what you you are are about then that that's a kind of a big turn off to me and it's a good indication that they're not that into you and also how vulnerable they're willing to be with you especially it's weird in this whole covid time right because nobody everyone has the time Everyone has the time. It's it's everyone all, has the time. Yeah, it's it's all on those those uh, dating apps. Because I mean, you're not going to go out to the the bar or something and meet somebody. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've had a couple uh, car dates. Yeah, yeah. You spoke to like where you you you, yeah, spoke you just about pull it up and time. you stay in the you stay in the cars and you're six seven feet apart and you just talk. That's that's still very strange to me, but I guess it's it's the it evolving times, I guess. Yeah, it's it's really strange. Like yesterday, I went on a walk with this girl that I have been talking to for a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed seven feet apart the entire time. <laughs> wow! And wow. yeah, it's 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 very interesting. But it's actually almost we were talking about it because it's like it's almost a good thing that you're getting to know each other. Uh, I don't know, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for here? in depth before you even even touch each other kind of thing okay you're, you're doing the yeah, research there's, there's before no... yeah well also because there's all that i think people also get physical way too quick and i'm i've been guilty of that too i'm not going to pretend like i'm not because that's your impulse right yeah and but when you actually can't or shouldn't it makes it it takes a little bit of the pressure off and you get to really see what they're about and you it's actually way more easy to be objective about it Okay, cool. I, I'm learning a whole lot. I should really be, you know, writing this stuff down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, like it's still possible to do bumble dates. Like it's just you just got to be 
smart little, about it. Yeah, creative with it too. And it's cheaper. Oh, Not like that matters, but yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, when when people are out of work, then then cheap dates is probably you know what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, now moving on, I, you know, you and I have have talked about trying to do uh, stand up uh, for for the last yeah. little while here, and I think it takes a lot of confidence to decide to, you know, throw yourself into an entirely new new thing. Like, how did you decide that you know try, getting on stage and, and and you know trying to tell jokes is is something that you want want to do, and, and, and you know, did you have to build up a level of confidence to 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 make that step? Well, I haven't actually got up on stage yet. Like you and I, well, you got up on stage once. You said in Seattle, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think that time will tell. Like once that happens, then I can answer that question because I have I've written bits and I haven't really looked at my bits in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be those uh, put up or shut up moments. Yeah, because so you've mentioned a couple of times, it's like yeah. stand up comedy is, is is something you can't be fully prepared for. Either you do well or or you you bomb, and those that's just the fact. Yeah, yeah, and I I want to be good at storytelling. I want to work on that, and I guess it's <laughs> I guess COVID nineteen is kind of the perfect stall. Yeah, for it, but. Yeah, it's a, it's just one of those things. I think. I think it just would be kind of fun. I think you, you get a, a bit of a ego boost <laughs> from making other from stra- making strangers laugh with your, especially if you tell the stories of your stories of your own unfortunate events. But yeah, and I mean, uh, like we we do the the kind of so stuff. It's a way with... of release, I guess. The way you look at it, it's kind of a, a way of therapy. Yeah, I mean, we do this kind of stuff on on the podcast here, where we tell you know the the stories about our lives and stuff like that and i think it's a bit different when you know you're surrounded by friends and family that laugh as opposed to being in a room full of strangers and them laughing yeah. along with you yeah because then you're being relatable and you're doing your that you're doing the job right yeah if that um, makes sense yeah now like do you do you, do you feel like when that moment comes where you kind of have to make that decision about whether or not you want to get up on on stage uh it, it like is there sort of like you know you'll have like a set level of, of confidence that you sort of need to build yourself up to before you you take that step forward you know how we talked about alcohol earlier yeah I'll probably have like two drinks before i do that but even the the show that we went to mm-hmm. at that improv it wasn't it wasn't great like there were some really good people who were obviously have been doing it for a while but there were some people who just weren't that funny and they were get, getting up there regardless so if i can at least tell one funny story up there then then i'm happy okay so yeah and do you feel like um sometimes there's uh what i i like to imagine sometimes because like i feel I feel confident in myself in certain aspects, and then sometimes when push comes to shove, there's like a, a like a, a, an invisible boundary, I guess that I, I I have in my mind or something. Like I'll act super confident up until that point, but then anything uh, beyond that, I just sort of shy away from. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you think like is there personally? Do you think like there's there's something that I could do to try and and you know make easing that step over that that boundary easier um yeah it's 
Because you, because stepping over that boundary means you're descending into chaos, right? Mm-hmm. And that's usually the hardest part. Because, like I said earlier, I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson, and he talks a lot about hero myths and how they were used to convey a certain message. And I'm really oversimplifying what he was saying, but pretty much that the hero has to face the dragon which is coveting the gold and that dragon is the representation of chaos, your own personal chaos or your own demon. And once you conquer that, the gold is on the other side. Mm-hmm. So usually, but to conquer, to fight a dragon or your biggest dragon is the scariest thing, right? Yeah. So it's just trying to make that leap into, and to want it enough and to realize if it's worth it or not. So if it's worth it or not to you to make that leap, then you'll do it. But if it's not, then you won't. Okay. It's almost as simple as that. All right. All right. So I don't actually have any advice to take that leap because I still, I don't think I've really taken that kind of leap. I've taken small leaps like that, but I really haven't taken a giant leap like that where I can sit here and, 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 and tell you how to do it. Cause even one of my dragons, I think is even, if we still like approaching women, that's cause that's the hardest thing to do for me. Yeah, I, I'd rather I, public speak and give a lecture to three hundred people than do that. Uh, I'm on. The, I'm in the same boat. Like, I know you and I, uh, especially on the podcast, we we talk frequently about our, our our dating lives and and you know everything there. I feel like I'm a bit overconfident in 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 my sort of aspect of approaching women and and trying to ask okay. ask them out. But like like I don't I don't know in my mind maybe. Maybe the, there's like I, I I predetermine whether or not it's going to be easy or not. Like there's there's some girls that it's just like you know super easy to go. Uh, hey, you know you want to go you want to go out sometime or something like that. And and then there are other women that were, I, I don't know. It, it just becomes incredibly difficult for for me to build up that courage to to go ask you know the girls out for for coffee or a, a dinner or something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's you know, category one is is something like the girls that I've already made up in my mind where the relationships, I I, I view that they're not going to go anywhere, and maybe that's easier for me to just go, hey, you know, I want to go out or something like that. Whereas opposed to group two, maybe maybe I'm imagining that I you know something can actually be of worth there, and it, I I hesitate a, a bit more. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're over you're overthinking thinking it a little bit. You're getting oh. too because I guess the whole point from how I see it of dating, and this is something that I even struggle with, is to just have fun and to realize that whoever comes in and out of your life are meant to, and then you can learn something from each person. And it it's and that's not me sitting here saying that I'm okay when I get dumped or something because it's doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. but it's something you have to live with because it's like, I'm a guy who knows, I know, I know what I want, but I still have to try to live with the mentality that people just let people come and go. Yeah. There's no point trying to force things. And with that said, asking someone out with that preconceived notion that this is going to turn into a full blown relationship puts a lot of pressure on yourself because you're, because then you're not managing expectations. Okay. I think that's a big thing is managing expectations. You have to be indifferent more or less, right? Like, for example, yesterday I went on, on this walk with this girl, and, you know, we've talked quite a few times and had one car date, and we ended up talking for four and a half hours. Wow. 
and then she would text me here and there, and then we went for that walk yesterday. And I was out skateboarding, and it was like an hour and a half before we are supposed to meet, so I said, hey, uh, hey, good morning or good afternoon, like, uh, you still good to meet up kind of thing. And she didn't text me back for like an hour to, con- like, you know, just to make sure she's coming. Mm-hmm. And in that hour, I had, I had told myself, I was like, if she doesn't text me back, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. That's almost the mentality instead of freaking out and being like, oh my god, like, she, what am I going to do if she doesn't text It's like, whatever. If she doesn't text me back, fuck it. Yeah. That's yeah. honestly how I live with it. That's how usually... It's just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Now, let me let me ask you this. Say uh, you're able to communicate with this person, and they don't. They decide not to respond in certain means, like just personally. Like there's this girl um, that I, I know. We text every so often, but I find that she responds okay. less with text messages as opposed to, say, if I just chatted up her, chatted her up on, on Snapchat or Instagram or something like that. You know, how do you? Oh, you mean she resp- she responds she responds more on Snapchat than she does through text? Yeah, I think that's pretty common. Not gonna lie, I oh. think that's really common. Okay, really common. So if you really want to get a hold of her, I would just get a hold of her on Snapchat. It's a really shitty thing because what I like the philosophy I like to follow mm-hmm. is that you usually just set the set dates over the phone, like you don't really talk. Yeah, I guess online dating is a little different because you got to build rapport. Mm-hmm. So build enough rapport, set a date, and then wait till the date to, to talk and hang out. And then just keep doing that until she starts reaching out to you. But I guess since these are weird times, and as long as you're not like pestering the fuck out of her. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, it's, not, it's not like a messenger every every day or something like that. No, that's... Okay, yeah, get a hold of her on Snapchat then. If, that's, if she's responding more to that, then do that. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Um, now, I, I, that's basically all that i i i wanted to you know talk to you about um i want to just sort of open up the 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 end here for for do you do you have any advice for anyone who's just starting to get into to dating to you know build up that that level of confidence to start talking to girls and and, and stuff like that you're talking about someone who is already going to go on a date with a girl or someone who's trying to someone say someone who's trying to you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna throw him under the bus here um you know our buddy Ray, uh, he he doesn't have a whole lot of experience, you know, uh, asking girls out or, or, or going out on dates. You know, what okay. would be some advice maybe that you would give to him uh, as he's trying to, you know, gain experience in this aspect of his life? I would say, honestly, the baby step is um, if assuming that he's got his shit together mm-hmm. and he feels like he's in a place where he's ready to do something like that and to meet someone. Uh, I would honestly just start with the online dating thing and create a profile that's appealing but also reflective of who he is. You know, like I'm talking, you know, not taking a selfie with shitty lighting and while his hair is a mess or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or he looks like shit. I'm talking about creating an actual profile. Like that's the easiest way to get into it, especially, I mean, that's all you can do right now. Um, I mean, I think maybe getting out more <laughs> like that's like because if you want to meet women in, in person the best thing to do is to just kind of get out there which yeah. is obviously something i'm trying to still figure out too because you know in my entire life i've just done stuff that's solo like skateboarding is completely solo and male dominated so i'm not going to meet anybody there mm-hmm. but uh, i think a, a step for him is is to just create a really good profile and be and work on himself 
and he has because it's the way I look. I look at myself and, and go, "Am I someone that a girl? If I was a girl, would I date me?" Oh, okay. Yeah. Am, am I someone that is a ready to be in a relationship, and uh, and capable to be in a relationship? Mm. So, uh, I mean, that's that's the best advice I can give. Is just for him to maybe read up on it a little bit, read up on attraction, read up on on kind of how women think, and and then, but you also learn about your a lot about yourself in that process. So, if I had to like. It's gonna sound really ignorant, but and narcissistic. But if I had to like coach him, I would get him reading books, specifically on that stuff. And then once he built up his confidence like that, mm -hmm. because the more you know, the more confident you feel, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Because everyone's searching for a little bit of control. I mean, having full control is impossible and and idiotic. But having when you feel like you have a little bit of control over what you do, then then it gives you the confidence moving forward. So yeah, I'll give him to read books. And then after he gets that kind of confidence, create a dating profile and just see what kind of matches he gets. And then based on what he learned from the books, that's how he can communicate with these women. And then he can set dates, go on these dates. He'll fail a little, maybe he'll succeed a little bit, but you learn every single time you go out and you learn about more about what yourself, what you about yourself and what you want. And then those are the two key things to dating is knowing yourself and knowing what you want. So you can kind of screen through the, uh, the candidates, if you will. All right. All right. Cool. I think that's great yeah. advice. Um, yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's going to be the, the, the end of it all here. I want to thank you, Christian, for, for joining me and, and, you know, uh, answering all these questions that, that I have. Oh, thanks, Jason. Uh, I, didn't get to, I didn't get to ask you any questions. Uh, well, I mean, that's, I that's, really yeah, I mean, I, I sort of structured these interviews where I'm, where I'm sort of interviewing you guys, but uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll do one with, with, with uh, you guys interviewing me or something. Uh, but sure. I want to thank, I uh, thank you for, for, for joining me here. Uh, I want to thank the listeners for, uh, you know, listening in uh, to this. We still have uh, Matthew, Dan, and uh, Syl to to get through. So I hope everybody really enjoys these 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 segments. Yeah, I'm looking forward to these. These are gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll catch you next time, and uh, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. All right, yep, bye. Stay safe. Thanks, Jason.